All right, we are live. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is November 18th, 2021 and week 146. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. And we are a little bit late. Uh, I apologize for that. That was definitely my fault. But nonetheless, the show must go on. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks so we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, we hope you get something out of it. Thank you, Melvin. Let us go into a word of prayer. You guys have a chance to do so. We uh, would be delighted if you would join in. Gracious Lord, thank you for another opportunity. Lord, we thank you for just being such an amazing God in our lives. Lord, help uh, whatever we do in this life, whatever it is uh, that we're doing in your name. Uh, Lord, we ask that it would be real, it would be true, Lord, that we would uh, not just talk, that not we wouldn't just use empty words. Lord, we're praying that we would... Uh, always be your children live the life that you're calling us to live lord we're praying for uh, our loved ones our friends our family members uh, all the people going through so many trials and tribulations even us at this hour lord we're praying that you would just step right in and help us on our day in and day out journey lord we're calling on you lord to open our understanding open our ears lord uh, just help us to see the things uh, that we need to see the things that we need to do the the direction that we need to go in lord we're asking that you would just continue to be that light continue to help us to be a light to so many other people in the world who need some type of light in their life and so lord we're asking all these blessings lord we're praying that you would just continue to lead and guide us into all truth lord we're praying for the bible study tonight that something said would encourage us something said would uh, cause us to be curious to want to find out more and so lord we're praying that uh, no matter what happens to us in this life lord that we will remember there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm and so lord with every breath we breathe lord help us to glorify you no matter what even with our last breath lord help us to use that uh, for your glory and so lord we're praying all these blessings in your loving name jesus amen amen so we are talking about the traditions of god or man which one is it uh, it's in, it's important for us to identify uh because a lot of things we do are based off traditions a lot of the things and now i don't want to make you feel as if a tradition is something that's wrong because a tradition is not always something that's wrong uh, some traditions are totally fine uh, we just have to be able to uh, discern uh, which is which and so we're going to by the grace of God just look at a few things uh, tonight I was kind of trying to figure out which which direction I wanted to go with this uh, and so we'll we'll see how uh, the Lord touches my mind I'm hoping and praying he does and so Mark chapter 7 uh, and 
I don't even remember which verse I told you. Uh, verse 9. Verse 9. Mark 7 and verse 9. Let's pick that up. And he said unto them, Full well ye reject the commandment of God, that ye may keep your own tradition. Now, there is something we have to be careful about when we're holding to a tradition. Make sure that that tradition does not contradict God. You know, before I, before I get into this, I am um, having a conversation with someone and, and something I noticed about what happened, the person began to tell me about their story, uh, about all the things that they had went through, uh, being shot mistakenly, losing their vision, uh, almost dying, uh, and then from that you know god changing their life uh because if you lose uh an eye you know if you only have one eye left and you almost die you know so many things drastically change in your life uh and so they began to tell me all of that they began to show me articles and you know just a lot of things about their story and that's fine but my mind went to what about the story of Christ? You know, we, we all have some powerful testimonies, but how do those things push you toward God? How, how does that really change your life? Because things happen to us in, in life and we change as people. But how are we changing for the better, though? Like, what change are we truly making? And so as he began to talk to me about all these things, you know, I'm waiting to hear how it changed your life, not from a vision standpoint, not from, well, you know, it, it, it hurt me, you know, not, not from those standpoints, which are fine, but from the standpoint of how has this helped you get closest to God? That's what I was really looking for, and I never found it. And so that's what my mind has been on. You know, how does whatever it is that we're doing, even if we're talking about a tradition, you know, am I allowing this tradition to keep me from God? That's what Jesus had an issue with here. And so, you know, like I said, I. I we were talking about this person's story, and that's fine. We all have a story. I know me and Melvin have told our stories before. But I want to get to Jesus' story because he, there's a lot in his story that he has to share with us. Uh, and so let's read that again to see what Jesus' story is. In verse 9, let's read that again. And he said unto them, Full well, you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your own tradition. Jesus had a problem with these religious people. And he's got a problem today because we keep the traditions of men. We keep to the traditions of the United States. We keep the traditions of uh, the government we keep the traditions of the school we keep the traditions of our families we keep so many traditions but we don't keep the traditions of God and so Jesus had an issue with this and so I want to go back up 
to see where this came from, uh, let's go back up and let's start. Let's pick it up in verse one. We'll just read down. Then came together unto him the Pharisees and certain of the scribes which came from Jerusalem. Now, these are the religious people. Religious people came together unto Jesus. All right. And when they saw and when they saw some of the disciples eat bread with defiled, that is to say, with unwashing hands, they found fault. See, people with their traditions, they'll find fault. In a person, I remember coming up, <laughs> I remember growing up, I've always been uh, rather tall and uh, people would always say, you know, oh, you play football or you play basketball. Everyone would ask that. And if they or when they found out I didn't. They found some fault in that. They said, oh, man, you should be playing. Why? Because they look at the tradition. It's the tradition that we live in. They say, oh, you should be doing this then. All because of the tradition. Now, I'm not saying playing a sport is, a, is wrong. But I'm just talking about how the tradition shapes our mindset. It's the traditions that shape a lot of things that we see. If we were born in some other country, uh, because I know a lot of us are in the United States and we may have people listening that are in other places. Uh, but even if you are from somewhere else, uh, just, just follow what I'm saying. Where we're born, we look at the sports, we look at the music, we look at the culture. And so we follow those traditions of which we were born in. We find some things that we like and we stick to those traditions. And if you were born in another country, you would have did the same thing there. It's all based on the tradition. It's based on what we are surrounded by. And so, as I've said earlier, it's fine to have some traditions. That's fine. That wasn't what Jesus was getting it. His problem was when those traditions caused them to disobey God. And so here they came to his disciples and they found fault because they said, your disciples have not washed their hands. And now I've been trying to understand how are they washing their hands? Because I know we have a tradition where we wash our hands uh, before we eat. We say, well, you know, I need to go to the restroom. I need to go to the sink to wash my hands or I need to put some hand sanitizer on. But now I was I've been trying to figure that out and I'm not 100 percent sure on whether they were even using uh, anything to physically clean their hands like from a physical standpoint uh, that we do with soap I, I'm not so certain that that's what they were doing uh, what I have found and you can actually find people still practicing this today uh, there are some rituals of hand washing 
uh, even uh, feet washing. There are rituals of which people will uh, go through these ceremonies where uh, before they eat bread, uh, and a lot of times I've heard people say they do it, but uh, when they wake up in the morning, just certain times of the day, uh, they do this every day. Uh, they get a pitcher of water, pour it over their hand, uh, then do the same thing to the other hand. Uh, some of them, they flip their hand in and out, uh, and then they repeat a certain prayer. And they do this each time before they eat. And so, now, like I said, I don't know exactly what their method was in the scripture because they don't exactly tell us. But these religious people had an issue with Jesus's disciples not doing this. So let's see what Jesus said. But the Pharisees and all of the Jews, except they washed their hands oft, eat not, holding the tradition of the elders. Now, look at where this tradition came from. This is not something God passed to the elders. This was just something they came up with. We're following a lot of traditions today. It's not something that God came up with. It's something that this preacher came up with. And it's even beyond them. It's something that my great great grandfather came up with. It's something that the people who wrote the U.S. Constitution, all sorts of things. It's all sorts of places where we find these traditions and we say somebody needs to follow them. I know uh, one tradition, especially uh, as we're coming through school. Prom. That's a tradition that we find in the world. Prom. I remember <laughs> if someone didn't go to prom, somebody's going to find fault in them. They said, what? You aren't going to prom? Somebody's going to find fault. But this is a tradition, though. This isn't something that's uh, required by God. This is only a tradition. There's a lot of these where it has nothing to do with God. But people will make it seem as if something's wrong if you don't do it. So now let's keep going here. And when they came from the market, except they wash, they eat not. Mm -hmm. And many other things there be which they have received to hold as the washing of cups and pots, brazen vessels and of tables. They have a special way to wash these things. Go ahead. Then the Pharisees and scribes asked him, why walk not thy dis disciples according to the tradition of the elders, mm -hmm. but eat bread with unwashing hands. Mm -hmm. He answered and said unto them, Well hath Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. This is the world that we live in. We honor God with our lips. We praise him. We shout. We magnify him. But in our hearts, we'd rather hold on to traditions. Because a tradition is something that everybody's following. It's something that most people are doing. We say, well, like, as I brought up prom, somebody will say, well, why aren't you going to the prom? Everybody's going to be there. Why aren't you going? But there's a lot of things that God tells us not to do that people get involved with there. 
There's a lot of things. But we'll hold to the tradition over God. Let's see what else he said to him. Howbeit in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. Go back up to verse 6 for me again. He answered and said unto them, Well hath his eyes prophesied of you hypocrites. He said, Isaiah's prophesied of you hypocrites. You know, this is a hypocrite is one of God's least favorite things. God would rather us choose a side. And so he sees us being hypocritical. I, you know, it's my desire that God would help me not to be hypocritical. Because it's so easy to do it at times. We'll say one thing and practice another. Somebody said we're not practicing what we preach. And we preach with our lips. But in our heart, our actions are, are not matching. People can see what's in our heart because it comes out. So. We're talking about the traditions. Now, we'll get into some uh, because there's so many traditions that I've heard. Uh, and as I've said, it's not that all traditions are wrong. But when someone is saying. This is God's way. Then that makes it wrong, especially when they're contradicting God. So. Uh, let's keep going down here before we get into it. As it is written, this people honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Drop down to verse 9 again. And he said unto them, Full well you reject the commandment of God, that ye may keep your own tradition. You know, I've talked about it a lot. We find traditions, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of traditions especially uh, in our culture, living in the United States, we work. Uh, it's a tradition now that we work from Monday to Friday and we're off on the weekend. But now a lot of people. Instead of finding some time to indulge in learning of God, our tradition is. We fill our day with sports. And now I'm not going to act as if I don't like sports. But I have to set aside some time. To focus on God. That's why we're doing this Bible study right now. We have to set aside some time. But it's our tradition. Our spare time. It needs to be on sports. Our spare time. It needs to be on TV. On this. On that. It's our tradition talking to people <laughs> they said they don't have time to go to church because they said they work all week long so now they need a day <laughs> to themselves but God's commandment told us don't forsake the assembling of ourselves together it's God's word he said continue to gather together in praising and worship in learning of him but the tradition of our culture is 
But you don't have to do that to be saved. That's what people tell us. You don't even have to be involved with any church. That's the traditions of our culture, though. And so there's a lot of things that Jesus has a fault with, has an issue with. Uh, let's keep going here. For Moses said, Honor thy father and thy mother, and whoso curseth father or mother, let him die the death. Now Jesus brings up what Moses said. Moses told us to honor our father and mother, uh huh. But ye say, if a man shall say to his father or mother, it is Corban, that is to say, a gift, by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, he shall be free. Mm -hmm. And ye suffer him no more to do aught for his father or his mother, mm -hmm. making the word of God of none effect through your tradition, which ye have delivered, and many such like things do ye. So he said, we're making the word of God of none effect because we're keeping those traditions that we said over what God says. He said, honor your mother and father. And there's a lot of uh, parents as well as people that might not even be related to them. But a kid will start doing some things that dishonors God and dishonors their family, too. And people will say, well, that, that, they just have a gift. And so because someone says that word, it's a gift. It's OK. We feel it's okay. We'll have, uh, and this is especially prevalent. Uh, now, this is prevalent across the board. So don't get me don't get me wrong. But we know that our society teaches women to show uh, to reveal their bodies. And now, when someone says something about it, you know what <laughs> the the rebuttal. The rebuttal is, well, her body was given to her as a gift. See, she has a gift. However, we're going against God's commandments. There's a reason he made Adam and Eve clothing to cover up their nakedness. Jesus talked about that in the book of Revelation. There's a lot of traditions that we're following that go against God. There's a lot of traditions. We say, well, they have they just have a gift. They're talented. There's people who may be selling drugs, maybe stealing, maybe doing illegal things. And we'll say, well, they have to provide for their family somehow. Even though they're lying and stealing and scheming getting over on people we say well they they got to provide somehow maybe that's the only way that they can provide for their family but that still contradicts god and so we cannot we cannot go against him holding to traditions we cannot go against him so uh Let's read verse 13 again for a minute. Uh, making the word of God of none effect through your tradition, mm -hmm. which ye have delivered. And many such like things do ye. He said there's many things that you're doing like this. There's many things. You know, I've heard, I've heard some people say <laughs> you can't even watch TV. 
You can't watch TV or you're going to go to hell. These are traditions that people came up with. There's a lot of things. Now, again, some things may be true, but some things we just come up with that and we hold to it. I was uh, I heard one preacher talk about uh, in, a, in a certain church, people aren't allowed to wear shoes when they come in. It's a tradition. It's nothing but a tradition. It's okay if somebody want to take their shoes off. But just don't say, you know, this is God's way. Just don't, just don't start bringing those type of things in because it's not the tradition of God. These are the traditions of men. So there's a lot of things. One thing I thought about earlier uh, actually was um, having a conversation with someone else and uh, I don't I don't know how we end up talking about it, uh, but we started talking about drinking. I said, yeah, man, it's been some years since I've I've drank anything. And he said, well, you know, I, I usually I usually drink, you know, pretty much every week. He said, you know, because I'm in college, you know, it's a tradition. That's a tradition. We say, well, I'm in college. I'm a college student. It's the tradition that we get drunk. It's the tradition that we try a lot of things that God doesn't want us involved in. You have someone who turns 21 years old. It's the tradition of the United States, especially in the U.S. It's the tradition that we have to get drunk. We've been doing it the whole time anyways, but it's the tradition. But God's commandment says all drunkards are going to go to hell. Now, that's what God's commandment says. But somebody says it's a gift. Somebody said this is the gift of God to you. Somebody says, well, it's just fun. So Jesus says, you know what? Because you're holding to these traditions, you made the word of God of none effect. You have decided you don't want to follow what God says. I talked to another guy. Uh, I think it was this past weekend. And I hadn't seen the guy in a while. And he said, you know, I got this. Look, I got this new tattoo. He was so excited to show me. I said, brother, I can't be excited about that. Because God tells us not to do that. Now, this is what the word says. And he says, I know. He said, I know. But I had to do something for his glory. Now, that's what he told me. You know, we follow traditions and we know they're wrong. And we still say, I'm doing it for God's glory. He, he showed me <laughs> he had a tattoo of a Bible verse and a cross. And he knew he shouldn't have did it. But he said, you know what? This is for God's glory. This is the traditions of men. Let's go to the book of Leviticus. Oh, I want to get that verse. Leviticus 19. And uh, verse 28 there. Because these are things that we're following as a society. 
after the traditions of men, the things that other people are saying. It's okay. But God didn't say that. Let's pick it up. Leviticus 19 and 28. You shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead. Now, this is what the scripture says, because this is a tradition also. Once someone dies that we care about. Now, I didn't put this here, so I know someone's going to get upset with me. But my response is always the same. Get upset with God. Because he said this. You can kill me. You can kill whoever you want to kill. But God's word is still going to be the same. So he said, you shall not, under any circumstances, it doesn't matter how they die. He said, you shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for someone that's dead. He said, don't do it. Why? Because it was a tradition. And it's still a tradition. We're doing this when people die. Tradition. God doesn't want us doing that. He doesn't want us defiling our body. Go ahead, man. Nor print any marks upon you. He said, even if it's not for someone that's dead, even if it's to get a Bible verse, he said, don't do it. He said, nor print any marks upon you. Uh-huh. I am the Lord. I am. Now, this is I am talking. Now, this is not Tony talking. I know you see. <laughs> this is I am talking. The Lord is talking right now. He said, don't do it. Don't follow the traditions that people are following. People go and get these things together. Following a tradition. Now, I know there's some people who didn't know these things and they got tattooed. That's okay. We've all sinned. But the Bible says go and sin no more. So if you got a tattoo, that's okay. I'm not saying you were right, but I'm saying you have an opportunity for forgiveness. Just acknowledge you were wrong. You were following the traditions of what everyone else was doing. You seen it. You said, oh, it looked good. But now acknowledge you were wrong. Repent and just move on. Don't go and get another one. Don't encourage other people to do it. Don't follow the traditions of the world. Not that this isn't the tradition of God. It's plain what the Lord said. Let's pick up 29 while we're here. Do not prostitute thy daughter to it, cause. Oh, mm -hmm, go ahead. To cause her to be a whore. Lest the land fall to whoredom mm -hmm. and the land become full of wickedness. We see this go on. People are into prostitution. It's a tradition. They said, well, I have a gift. I'm talented. I make a lot of money. I'm just trying to provide for my kid. I'm a single parent. This is all I can do. Following the traditions of the world. He said, don't do it. So which one are we going to choose? There's a lot of traditions today. There's a lot of traditions. Some, a lot of them we brought into the church. Uh, I was talking to uh, one person. Let's let's go over. Um, we'll go over to another verse. I was talking to someone, uh, and we were thinking about just some of the traditions that have infiltrated the church 
Um, and <laughs> I remember uh, I was going to this church at a time and we talked about uh, feet washing services and it's nothing but a tradition. It's okay to do. It's not wrong to do. It's totally fine to wash someone's foot or feet. <laughs> you can wash both of them. There's nothing wrong with doing that now. I, I want you to make, I, I definitely want to make sure uh, that I'm clear about that. It's nothing wrong to do. It's not wrong to do it. But now it's not to say that's something you have to do. Because we seen they did that in the Jewish custom. They followed many traditions. But this is not something that we have to do. Now, we've seen Jesus do that to his disciples to show them his humility, to show them how they should do for one another. Because I've seen people today, now they have washed others' feet, and they still, they still would turn their back on those same people. So my question was, what happened with the foot washing? You know, somebody, if I wash your feet, you know, for as uh, humbling of an act as that is, because we, us today, we say, man, I don't want to smell nobody's stinky feet. But for me to do something like that, how is it that I can still walk away from that person? I'll tell you how. Because it was nothing but a tradition. It was nothing but a tradition. That's why. It was not in their heart. It was not truly in their heart. That's what Jesus said. He said they honor me with their lips. They worship me with their tongue. But their heart is far from me. See, if our hearts are far from Christ, we'll walk away from them. We found that happen. Jesus said some things. He said, except you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood. He said, you'll have no part in me. And the people, because their hearts were not in the right place, they walked away from him. And Jesus turned to his disciples and said, he said, look, will you leave me also? He said, where will we go? <laughs> you got the words to eternal life. So we find where their hearts were. They were with Jesus. They were with God. And so despite whatever traditions we practice, if our hearts are not truly in the right place, we'll walk away from them. We will walk away from them. You know, there's, like I said, there's many traditions that we follow today. And some are okay to practice. And some may not be. We got some comments, Melvin. Yeah, we better get some of that. Uh, David says some people celebrate Christmas according to worldly traditions and not for the true reason we should be celebrating Christmas. Um, Whitney says people have their own permissive will versus God's will. Also, only if the Holy Spirit tells you to take your shoes off. I'm guessing that's in response to hearing the tradition that um, the pastor said you must take your shoes off. And Chris says, what's up, brothers? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hey, how you doing? Thank you for tuning in. Thank all of you guys for tuning in. Um, David says, when we do something that is contrary to the word of the Lord, 
It doesn't glorify or bring honor to the Lord. And then Chris says, no Christmas, no Easter, no Valentine's Day. Yeah, I, I want to address that because I've seen, I've had conversations with people about this before. And so, now, the world has implemented some traditions. And we all follow some traditions that have been implemented in the world. See, I know people who, uh, especially in the United States, sports are huge. Sports are extremely popular. And like I said, I've been to sporting events. I watch sporting events from time to time. There are a lot of traditions that we follow at these sporting events. See, even here at Ole Miss, <laughs> we follow a tradition on game day. They said we're going to go to the Grove. Everybody just meets up uh, and, you know, have, have themselves a good time. It's a tradition. And so there are some traditions of the world that we're okay with following and other ones we take offense to. Now, Christmas is one of them. And so while I understand that a lot of people feel that it is a pagan holiday, it is a worldly holiday. And I can understand that notion to a degree. However, we're talking about the birth of Jesus. Now, none of us know when his birth is, you know. We don't celebrate the birth of Jesus, but you know what we celebrate, man? We'll celebrate our own birthday. It's a tradition that we say, well, it's my birthday. You know, I got to do something special for my birthday. And you know what we do? We get balloons. We blow them up with helium. <laughs> some people suck some of the helium out the balloon <laughs> so they can get that high-pitched voice. We get us a birthday cake. We say it's a birthday cake. It's a tradition now. Now, th this is nothing but a tradition. We follow a lot of worldly traditions. But when it comes to the birth of Christ, we say, well, I'm not going to celebrate the birth of Christ because, you know, that, 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 now that's just wrong. It, it's a pagan holiday. But we celebrate our own birthday. We celebrate our friend birthday, our family member birthday. We say, I'm going to get you a drink for your birthday. I'm going to get you a card for your birthday. We do a lot of stuff. But we won't celebrate the birth of Christ. But now, even with saying that now, the birth of Christ should be celebrated every day. It truly should. Because I try my best to celebrate his birth every day. But now, if someone wants to set aside one day, now, those, the book says that's okay. He said if they want every day to be the same, he said that's okay. So, it's not wrong to celebrate the birth of Christ. Those of us who are uh, true believers, uh, people who have an understanding, we understand what Christmas is really about. I don't believe there's a coincidence that the uh, biggest holiday in the world 
the big this is the biggest holiday in the world a day set aside for the birth of Christ the most important person in the world to have ever lived Christ I don't believe it is a coincidence we decide to exchange gifts for Christmas you know we don't exchange gifts uh, this way for Thanksgiving which is coming up we don't exchange gifts to this magnitude even for Valentine's Day even for Valentine's Day we don't exchange gifts this this way to this magnitude for Father's Day for Mother's Day whatever day even for the birthday, we don't exchange gifts to this magnitude. But for Christmas, the day that we got the best gift we could have ever gotten. Christ to die for our sins. Now, I feel we're trying to imitate Christ to give gifts. Now, none of these gifts can ever compare, though. A new watch doesn't compare to what Jesus did for us. None of those things compare. And so, yes, it is a tradition. But there are some traditions that I said from the beginning. Some traditions are okay. There are some traditions that are okay. If somebody say, well, you know, I want people to take their shoes off when they come in my house. That's an okay tradition. That's okay. That's not wrong. Somebody say, well, I want to have wing Wednesday at my house. If they want to eat chicken wings on Wednesday, it's not a sin. There's a lot of traditions that, as I've said from the beginning, they're okay. As long as they don't transgress God's commandments. So now, if you can tell me how Christmas transgresses God's commandments, then I'll agree. I'll, I'll follow that. But it does not unless someone causes it to. Now, we can make anything transgress God. We can cause anything to transgress God by the way we manipulate it. You know, I can take a baseball bat and use that to transgress God. I can beat someone up with it or I can use it to hit a ball. And that's no transgression of God. So it's important how we manipulate things because, yes, yeah, some people will twist things up. Uh, we have an evil imagination. Um, so, yes, there are some transgressions. Uh, let, let's get that comment. Um, Chris um, comments again. It says the Bible doesn't tell us to take one day to celebrate his birth. Certainly or, does not. Or resurrection. Certainly does not. We get into the fact of putting up a tree. Jeremiah chapter 10. And Easter has nothing to do with Jesus. So the Bible does not tell us, hey, you need to set aside one day. And the Bible don't tell us to do that for our birthday either. But we do it. There's a lot of things we set aside a day for. See, I know a lot of us like sports. And you know what you do? You set aside a day for it. We say, oh, man, Saturday, that's college football day. And Sunday, oh, that's going to be NFL day. We set aside days for a lot of things. I'm just using that. We set aside days for a lot of things. And so there is no sin. There's no transgression of God's commandments 
for setting aside a day. We know, <laughs> we know that the birth of Christ, uh, we know that it wasn't particularly uh, December 24th. Uh, uh, Christmas Day, yeah. December 25th either. <laughs> uh, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or Christmas night either. We, we know it was none of those things. Uh, it, it is merely a day, but there is uh, nothing wrong if someone doesn't want to celebrate. See, that's where the transgression comes in at, is when I, I see someone say, well, I don't celebrate Christmas. Now, it would be wrong for me to say, hey, Man, you need to be celebrating Christmas. You need to do that. That's not wrong if they don't want to celebrate that day. But now they would be wrong if they don't celebrate the birth of Christ. So, hey, you know, it, like I said, if, if someone doesn't want to celebrate the day of uh, Christmas as the holiday, they don't have to. They don't have to. <laughs> go and buy somebody a gift and wrap it up they don't have to do that that is merely a tradition but from the beginning uh, as i said uh, some traditions are wrong as jesus uh, taught us here and some traditions are okay uh, so at the end of the day every day needs to be unto uh, the lord and so uh, let's go back to where we started at, Melvin. Uh, we still have a few more comments. Okay. Uh, Casey has a question. He said, I heard a preacher say that Leviticus 19.28, and I'm guessing all the verses in Leviticus, were just written to the Levites. Is that true? Well, <laughs> that's what somebody wants us to think. Uh, the Old Testament, the things that were written before, Paul tells us, these things were written for our learning. So there are some things we need to take from the Old Testament writing. Uh, I've heard people say the whole, the entire Old Testament. None of that was written to us, but it is. There's a reason that Jesus references it. Uh, it wasn't just written to the Jews uh, because the Bible tells us that we become a Jew inwardly. Uh, just because we have the Holy Spirit and we follow God's commandments, we become a Jew inwardly, whereas they were Jews outwardly uh, by the flesh, physically. But we become a Jew inwardly. So this stuff is written to us. It's not just to them. There are still things, even in the Old Testament, that God still wants us to observe. Um, he told us, thou shalt not kill. He wasn't only saying that to the Jews. Uh, the scripture uh, we just read where he told us not to prostitute uh, our daughter or anybody. We shouldn't be prostituting anybody. That's not only to the Jews. That's not only to them. So we have to uh, rightly divide. There's people that are going to say all manner of things. Uh, but as long as we rightly divide the word of truth, we'll be fine. We'll be just fine. You got anything else for me, Mel? Yes, Whitney says, when you lose someone in your life that was close to you, there's a void. Let Jesus heal you and fill that void. Mm -hmm. And also, we're supposed to rejoice every day. Mm -hmm. And um, David says, Easter is in the Bible referring to the Passover. 
Let, let's let's uh pull up Romans fourteen. Uh, Romans 14 and let's start at verse uh, let's start at verse 1 there I just want to read this before we move on from this topic uh, Romans 14 and 1 him that is weak in the faith receive ye but not to doubtful disputations see at the at the end of the day we have to be wise in what we say because there are uh, people who are not on the level of spiritual maturity. Uh, they might not know as much as we know. They might not understand as much as we understand. But in all things, regardless of how much more we know or, or how much less we know, we still have an obligation to retain that unity uh, that God told us to retain uh, through the mouth of Paul, uh, endeavoring to keep in the bounds of peace. We should be keeping peace and unity with one another. Let's let's look at what he says here. For one believeth that he may eat all things. Mm -hmm. Another who is weak eateth herbs. See, we have different traditions. Some people say, well, you know, I eat anything. I eat pork. There, there's people who still hold to some of the things uh, in the Old Testament that we no longer have to hold to. There are some things that we do still have to hold to. We have to rightly divide. Some people say, well, you aren't supposed to eat meat. You aren't supposed to do work on the Sabbath day. You're supposed to go to church on Saturday instead of Sunday. See, see, people would tell you Sunday for those of us going to church on Sunday. They say, oh, you're you're following a pagan tradition. There's people that will tell you that, let alone Christmas. They said, man, you shouldn't even be going to church on Sunday. You should be going to church on Saturday because that is the Sabbath. And you're supposed to keep the Sabbath holy. See, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of different angles here. But now. Some, he said, uh, Paul said, one believe he can eat anything, which is true because God told us. He told us all things are good to eat if we pray, if we give thanks for it. He said you can eat a pork chop, you can eat pig feet, you can eat those things, you can eat all manner of fish. As long as we give thanks for it, as long as we understand who it really pertains to. It comes from God. Go ahead, Mel. Let not him that eateth despises him that eateth not. Mm -hmm. And let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth, that eateth not judge so, him that eateth. Sorry. So he says, look, for the person who doesn't want to eat meat, he said, don't despise that person. Don't, uh, you know, kick them while they're down don't try to make them feel bad about it and so i would say the same thing as it pertains to christmas if somebody doesn't want to celebrate it there's nothing wrong with that 
It's nothing wrong with that. They don't have to do that. Go ahead, Mel. For God hath received him. Mm -hmm. Who art thou that judgest another man's servant? Mm -hmm. To his own master he standeth or falleth. Mm -hmm. Yea, he shall be holden up. For God is able to make him stand. This is where we are. Pick up verse 5, Melvin, if you will. One man esteemeth one day above another. See, this is what we're talking about. See, somebody said, well, it, it's Saturday. You, you're supposed to go to church on Saturday. These are traditions. These are traditions. Brother, we should be in church every day. You're talking about Saturday. Somebody else is talking about Sunday. Somebody said, well, no, Wednesday. We need to be in church every day. Any opportunity we get. We should be trying to hear the word of God. He said, one man esteemeth one day above another. Somebody said Christmas. Somebody said Easter. Go ahead, Mel. Another esteemeth every day alike. Mm -hmm. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He said, let him be persuaded. If you say you don't want to take part in it, no problem. There's no reason for us to fight over things like this because this is nothing but a mere tradition. There's no reason for us to fight over certain things. If you want to eat a piece of pig feet, you know, they have pig feet in the jar. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember it. I still remember the smell. <laughs> if you want a piece of pig feet, brother, you can eat it. For somebody that said, well, I'm not touching that stuff. That's okay, too. God has still received you on those terms. Now, if you're doing some other wrong stuff now, that's a different story. Go ahead, man. He that regardeth the day, regardeth it unto the Lord. See, that's what we're talking about. The person that's regarding Christmas, let them regard it to God. If they're wanting to just regard this one day and say, you know, this is one day I'm going to make special. You know, I try to live right every day. But now this one day, I, I just want to I, I just want to take time to, you know, really. Pay attention. To God, it's OK if they want to do that, he said he regardeth unto the Lord. All right. And he that regardeth not the day mm -hmm. to the Lord, he doth not regard it. And the person that don't want to celebrate these different holidays. They don't want to do it unto God. So let them do it. There's no point of us fighting over certain things. Go ahead, man. He that eateth, eateth to the Lord, mm -hmm. for he giveth God thanks. Mm -hmm. And he that eateth not to the Lord, he eateth not mm -hmm. and giveth God thanks. Mm -hmm. For none of us liveth to himself, and no man dieth to himself. Mm -hmm. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord's. So whatever we do, it needs to be unto God. Now, as long as it doesn't transgress him. As long as it doesn't transgress him. So when things go against God. That's where the problem comes in. As long as uh, there's no transgression, brother, you can go to church on Sunday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday. God's not going to be upset because you want to go to church. He wants you to be in church. We need to go more than just the one day a week. 
if you want to celebrate Christmas, celebrate Christmas as long as you understand what the real purpose is. This is for Christ. How he was born of a virgin. Being sought after by King Herod. But God protected him. Sent him to Egypt. Then he called him out of Egypt. And he grew up 12 years old in the temple. Asking questions. He's in the temple where we should be. He's trying to learn of God. And here we are wanting to discourage people about learning of God. You know, it's some people. And I, I'll tell you this. It's some people. You can't get them to church unless it's Easter. Unless it's Thanksgiving. Unless it's Christmas. That, that's the only time you can get some people to church. So I thank God for it. <laughs> because somebody's going to hear the word of God. If, even if they never hear it again. They had an opportunity even then to hear the word of God. So I thank God that some of these holidays bring some people in that you haven't seen in years. But somebody might be searching for an answer. Somebody might be searching for an answer. So we got anything else, Melvin, as we wrap up? Uh, nope. Well, at this time, if there is nothing else, it doesn't even seem like we've been on that long. <laughs> At this time, if there is nothing else, uh, there, there's a lot of things we can discuss uh, as it pertains to these these topics. Uh, some of the things I didn't even get to. Uh, I was I was going to talk about uh, another tradition that we find in church um, is the wearing of a head covering. Uh, never did actually get to it, but some some people say, hey, you know, you need to have something on your head. Now, as it pertains to the scripture, you know, the Bible tells us for a woman, her hair is her covering. So it's not anything necessary as God uh, is concerned, as far as God is concerned, for someone to have a head covering. But now, if somebody's persuaded in their mind that, hey, I want to put a head covering on, there's no problem. Let them do it. Let them do it. As I was saying earlier, some things aren't worth us even fighting over because it's not a sin to do that. Now, if it were a transgression, then that, that would be different. So at this time, well, I'll turn it back over into hands of Melvin. Thank you guys again. God bless you guys. Yes, thank you guys for tuning in, whether you watch the live stream or listen on the podcast or however your um, means are as to get in the word of God. We appreciate you each and every single comment, whether it just be a hey and amen question or any type of concern. Just, we definitely do appreciate you guys. Um, but getting on the topic, um, a tradition is basically what we look at like earthly tradition is what we look at and we feel like no matter what it is, it is okay to God. Uh, I was just talking about this um, the other day. We look at just because of a lot of people are doing it, then it must be okay because look at that person doing whatever it is. Nothing's bad. Nothing bad is happening to them. 
They seem to be getting blessed all the time. So they must be, you know, God must be on their side because the majority of people are doing it. That doesn't mean it's right with God because the Bible also says the majority of people are going to be lost. So nine times out of 10, if most people are doing it, it's not going to be okay with God. But our thinking is the total opposite. Just because our mom, our dad, or anybody else close to us are doing it, then we say, well, that's my mom or that's my dad, so they have to be right. And the ones close to us, um, the Bible even says, they of your own household are your worst enemy. Because God said, you must love me more than mother, more than father. So we have to uphold what he says over what anybody we know says. We must fear him who can kill both the body and soul in hell and not he who can just kill the body. But I don't think uh, we have any more comments. So, again, thank you guys for tuning tuning in. Um, Roderick says, uh, hey, man, thank you for tuning in, Roderick. Um, well, you feel like reading some more scriptures. David says, finish up with Mark 7, 18 through 23. Yeah, we can go back there. Mark 7. Eighteen, And he saith unto them, Are ye so without understanding also? Now this is after his disciples came to him. They said, look, we need you to explain what you said out there. About how it's not what uh, goes into a person that defiles them, but what comes out of them that defiles them. They said, we need to understand that. Jesus said, do you? You don't have an understanding either. Go ahead. Do you not perceive that whatsoever thing from without entereth into the man, it cannot defile him? Mm -hmm. Because it entereth not into his heart, but into the belly, and goeth out into the drought, purging all meats. He said, it's not the food that goes into it. See, the, these, these Pharisees and scribes, they came talking about how the disciples didn't wash their hands before they ate. And so Jesus said, it's not what goes inside someone. See, even if they washed their hands and they their hands were physically unclean, he said, it's not what went inside them, the food being unclean because their hands were dirty or whatever. I think they were doing it spiritually. But if we're just sticking to the physical aspect here, he says, not what goes in them that's going to defile them as God is concerned as far as God is concerned it's what comes out of them what comes out of their mouth because what's in our heart out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh it's the words that we say you know people think words don't matter God was telling me uh, <laughs> he doesn't feel uh, saying Profanity, using profanity, using uh, vulgar language, he doesn't feel is wrong. Saying filthy things. He said, oh, you know, it's not wrong. I said, well, why don't you use that type of language when you go to an interview? Why don't you use that type of language when you're in church? Something inside of you tells you this language is not acceptable in a lot of instances. 
He said, oh, well, <laughs> I just don't want my mama to hit me. I said, brother, you got bigger problems than your mama. <laughs> God's going to do something to you. It's not your mama you should be afraid of. Melvin just finished quoting that verse. God can kill your soul in hell. And that will happen if we continue to hold on to the traditions of men. Let's keep reading, man. And he said, that which cometh out of the man that defileth the man. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. See, these are the things that defile us. Not celebrating, uh, setting aside a day to celebrate something. You know, people have, you know, you know, something that we have in a lot of churches. We have Pastor Appreciation Day. See, that's not in the Bible now. You, you don't find this in the Bible where it's Preacher Appreciation Day. But we still do that, too. See, there's a lot of things we do. We can say, well, this one thing ain't in the Bible. That ain't in the Bible. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff that's not in there that we're doing, though. We we pick a date to appreciate our pastor. Now, I'm not going to say it's a sin, but I'll say it's not in the Bible. But what is in the Bible that defiles us, that destroys us, that separates us from God, that puts us on a track to go to hell? He says all these things, adulteries. These are things, evil thoughts. This is what defiles us. Not if you eat a pork chop. Not if you eat a catfish sandwich. God don't care if you eat a catfish sandwich or french fries either. He's concerned with adultery, fornication. Things that parents are letting their children do. And they're not even telling them it's wrong. People that say, well, I love the Lord. We're letting our kids do this following traditions. We say, oh, I'm going to let them go to the prom. They don't even have to come back tonight. What do you think they're doing out there? Fornication. Adultery. Being drunk. All sorts of things. Following traditions of men. Go ahead, man. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. He said all this comes from within someone. Murder. You know, we just seen uh, a rapper murder. What was that yesterday? Murder. This comes from within. This comes from people's hearts. This is what Jesus is preaching and teaching against. And we're following traditions that encourage us to do these things. Theft. Covetousness. We want everything. We want whatever somebody else has. And we'll take it from them. All of these things. Lasciviousness. An evil eye. Blasphemy. We're blaspheming God's name all the time. And saying we're doing things for them. So. Pride. A lot of traditions we follow because of pride. We say well this is a family tradition. 
we've always did this. We have a certain pride about it. And so if something doesn't happen, you know, it just seems to ruin our lives. You know, there's a tradition even, you know, we'll go through school. It's a tradition to have graduation. It's nothing but a tradition. You can say, well, it ain't in the Bible. Show me the graduation in the Bible. We say, well, it's graduation day. You know, that's a tradition, friends, brothers and sisters. It's a tradition. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's not that I'm saying it's wrong, but I'm saying there's a lot of traditions that we follow that are not in the scripture. So we have graduation day and everything has to be perfect for graduation. We said, well, we need to take graduation pictures. It's a tradition. It's a tradition. It's not something you have to have, but everybody else does it. And let something not go right for our graduation. We're ready to fight somebody. All because we're miss we feel that we're missing out on the tradition. We said, well, everybody else had a good graduation. And I just wanted to add, <laughs> um, last year, uh, there weren't, at least at um, Ole Miss, they didn't have the regular in-person graduation because of COVID. So they waited until the next year, and then they had the graduation, mm -hmm. so they wouldn't miss out on the tradition. It's the tradition. <laughs> We say, well, man, everybody else, why, why did this happen to me? Everybody else enjoyed their graduation day. It's nothing but a tradition. We say, well, I got to walk the stage. <laughs> it's a tradition. That's all it is. We walk up there and they don't even give us the real diploma. Because it's your tradition. They're going to mail it to you. And by the point they mail it to you, you say, wow, I did graduate, didn't I? <laughs> I forgot for a while. <laughs> it's nothing but a tradition. It's nothing but a tradition. And it's not wrong. Like I said, I went to graduation. It's not wrong. But now, even if I didn't, I understand it's a tradition. I understand it doesn't matter if somebody say, well, I don't want to walk. You know, you have people that get upset with them. They say, well, what's wrong with you? You did all that work and you don't want to walk. Well, the prize really isn't walking. That's just a tradition. That makes it seem like that's the prize. They've already earned the prize. So, Jesus said, it's not those things that we take in. It's the things that come out of us. That really separates us from God. So, uh, did we finish 23? Yep. Read that one more time for me. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. They come from within. They come from within. They don't come from walking across the stage in graduation. That's a, an okay tradition. But it comes from what's within, though. Some people feel that they're really something because they graduated now. It, it, it starts in the heart. It, it's the heart that Jesus was trying to uh, warn us about. Guard your heart. Protect it from the evil thoughts 
the evil imagination because a lot of people we feel man I, I got a college degree <laughs> I um I even had a I even have a college degree and I remember uh, because I decided I didn't want to use that degree for uh, what I what I what I did during school. I didn't want to do it. I had a man even say, "You mean to tell me he got a degree for that, and he's not using it?" You know, people are offended. They find fault. But now going to school and getting a college degree—that's nothing but a tradition. I'm not saying it's wrong, but now there's nowhere that God declares we got to go to school and get a, a, a college degree. He doesn't say that. Jesus didn't have a college degree. The Bible tells us Peter and John, they were unlearned men. I don't even think they had a high school degree. And look at how God used them. So don't allow traditions to shape your mindset yes school is good I'm not saying don't go to school please don't misunderstand me but don't hold to these traditions as if they're God's law don't do that so uh, at this time we're going to wrap it up for the night uh, do we have any other questions uh, nope that so David says um well he says the scriptures teach the scriptures teach us to honor the man of God in our life. And sure. He says, Amen. Sure they do. But they also don't teach us you got to have Pastor Appreciation Day. That's something that we came up with. And like I said, there's no harm in it. I'm not saying it's wrong. But that is merely a tradition. So if somebody wants to have it, I say, hey, okay. If somebody don't, I say, hey, okay. But we can pay honor without having uh, appreciation day. We should be honoring one another every day. But like I said, it's okay if we want to do that uh, for someone. Uh, <laughs> but if I'm the preacher that we're doing this for, in my mind, I say, well, we need to have uh, an appreciation day for the people, too. We should have one for them also because the church wouldn't be the church without the people. Yeah, I know we need the preacher. I am a preacher. I know. But where would I be if there was no one to preach to? So the church, we need to appreciate not only the preacher, we need to appreciate the people also that make up the body of Christ. Even though we all have a different uh, job, we all make up the one body. So again thank you guys for tuning in uh, God bless you guys I love you guys I hope and pray we all just continue to grow in Christ continue to uh, lean and trust in his word and not our word trust in his word and understand that you know even if someone wants to follow a tradition that's not a sin it's okay we don't have to follow it but those traditions that are breaking God's commandment, we have to get away from those. So at this time, I'll turn it back over, Mary. Thank you, guys. Yes, thank you. Um, I don't have much to add. Um, I would just like to say as my weekly reminder, weekly reminder to you guys, 
We do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We would love to see you guys there. Thank you guys for the comments. We love the interaction, the questions, and, and anything. If you could like the video and share it, we would greatly appreciate that. Thank you to everybody who's commented. David, Whitney, Chris, Casey, and Roger. We definitely appreciate you guys. And so, as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy, count it all joy, and again, count it all joy. If the Lord blesses and says the same, we will see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the Word of God, and it will be Thanksgiving next Thursday evening. So, it will be a pre recorded message. So, we hope you guys have a happy, safe, and blessed holiday as well as weekend. And thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here alone with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We hope to see you guys there. Thank you. Also, as mentioned in the message, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. To join our messages, all you'd have to do is click the meeting link in the description. There is also a link to listen to all of our previous Zoom messages as well. We hope to see you guys join in on the study. And always remember to rejoice in the Lord always.